Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. You ever have one of those days when your phone's blowing up and stuff's going on and you've got a radio show to do and that's how it is today. Welcome into a Tuesday edition of Sports Scene ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Uh, David and Eli are going to produce the program today. Tiger is in. He says, quote, as of right now, I'm playing in the tournament. Kansas wins overcomes the largest deficit uh, to come back and win a title game. Pretty cool stuff. We're going to open the show today, though, uh, by talking to Florida softball coach Tim Walton. The Gators have a big week. If you like Gators softball and you like good competition, you're going to love this week because Florida will play Florida State here tomorrow, and then host Alabama Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So uh, really, really good competition coming up for the Gators. Let's bring in Tim Walton to talk to us about it. Tim, always a pleasure, man. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, thanks for having me, Steve. Appreciate it. Um, Too bad you're not playing anybody this week, Tim. It's a terrific week. I mean, any Gators softball fan loves this week with FSU and Alabama uh, but I want to assess your team. I, I'm going to talk about the SEC in a minute, but just from an, you know the 50,000-foot view here of your team as you see it, what do you see so far? Well, if I was at 50,000 feet, I wouldn't be seeing it the exact same as, uh, <laughs> as I see it now down here in the weeds. But, um, you know, I think it's uh, – you know, the, the, the best thing is is we're, you know – in our in our losses, um, I think we had one you know one pitching breakdown loss. Other than that, it's been you know lack of hits with runners in scoring position. We've 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 actually um, you know the assessment would be that um, you know we we have a few shutouts, but not probably enough. We field field very well, um, good good defensive team, um, fun offense when it's going, um, not a lot of power. But yet, it seems to me that the, you know, again from that from that fifty thousand view is man, we hit some ball hard, hitting balls hard, and, and no result from them. Um, really had bad, two bad offensive performances um, uh, on the season so far, and uh, you know we're thirty and six, competing our tails off, but yet you know still not exactly where the team wants to be, but. You know, but at the end of the day, um, a very competitive schedule, very competitive league, um, in good position to continue to get better and win, win softball games. Yeah, I like that. All right, let's talk Florida State. Uh, tell me about their team. Steve, I don't know anything about their team um, at all wow. here on a Tuesday. Okay. Um, only because, um, you know, today's our prep day. We have a night practice, and so – Okay. We'll, uh, we'll we'll meet, go over everything. Uh, I saw him play. A, I think it was a Sunday evening game against UCLA early in the season. Um, I see some of their scores. 
you know, I, I, I vote, so I'm a voting member, so I know, you know, how good they are, and I know what their record is. I know their losses. I know their wins. I know all that stuff, but to get into who, who's hot, who's not, and, you know, all that kind of stuff, I don't I don't have that, that stuff for you right now. I know that they're um, – last week before we started against Auburn, I think they were the number one fielding team in the country. We were number two. Um, and, uh, and it looks like they're running out a two and three headed monster pitching staff and doing a really good job keeping their scores down and, um, and, and, uh, winning games. So good, good team as always in every sport that we play on this campus, when you play Florida state, doesn't matter what the rankings are. doesn't matter who's what, where, when, uh, good, good, very good, good Florida state team, and uh, you know, going to be a, going to be a battle for sure. You know, Tim, every year I've talked to you, we always talk about how good, the SEC is, but maybe this year, I mean, my gracious, there's, there's, I think, how many, six, six, eight teams within one game of the league, uh, of the lead in the league, uh, pretty, pretty balanced, pretty tough league again. <laughs> yeah, I'm just laughing, um, only because, you know, we all just like, every, man, what's, what's, what's wrong with the Gators? What's wrong with the... What, what's wrong with the Gators? What's what's wrong with everybody? Look at the, the how dang good softball. I mean, Auburn was awesome. They were a good softball team um, that we played this weekend. Had some really good wins, fun to watch, hit the home run, you know, did very well. I mean, it was a good softball team. Tennessee's as good of a team as I've seen in five years in this league um, last year and or last week. Um, you know, Texas, it's, it's just, gosh, it's so much fun to see the depth, the athleticism, the coaching, the facilities, the fans, the sellouts, the television exposure. Uh, great, great, great time to be a softball player, um, if you ask me. Just a tremendous amount of resources. Uh, what, what This league is unbelievable. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, you look at your numbers, Tim, and, and they're really good. I mean, you're hitting 338, and as you said, you know, sometimes you hit a ball hard and don't get credit for it, even though it's a good A-B. You know, as a coach, you see that. Um, overall, from a hitting standpoint, are you are you pretty pleased with what you've done? You know, it's uh, I, I've been I, like like I said, I think the training side's been really good. We've done some really good things. The bats have been good. Um, just just trying to get better competitively. You know, more productive. Um, you know, just uh, again, um, when you when you look at what I look at a lot is you know in, in conference, you know, we're hitting two seventy four. And, um, you know, I think that that's the, that's the area of improvement for a team that, you know, that only has 23 extra base hits in 12 games, you know, 274 isn't good enough. You know, I think that that's, that's a, that's a real, you know, a real number. Um, our fielding percentage is, is solid in league. Our stolen bases in conferences is solid in league. Um, but just, just the slugging percentage, you know, the slugging percentage and the on-base percentage those two numbers are just a little bit lower than this team is capable of. And I think that, um, I think that's the, that's the area that, that has to improve, you know, is just uh, you know, the driving in the runs, getting hits. We've lost games because teams got hits with two outs. We've got to get more hits with two outs two with runners in scoring position just and, and, and increase the, the, the power production. And I don't mean by, you know, hitting home runs and do, we just, we, we either have to be a little more powerful or we have to have a better on-base percentage. In the circle, are you satisfied? Satisfied, never, Steve. No, you know me too long. Never yep. satisfied. Yep. Uh, um, fast pitch. It's, it's called fast pitch for a reason. We've got to be good <laughs> in the circle 
for the Gators to be good on, you know, to have a, you know, to be able to have a good season or at least a good, good, good ending to the season. Um, but, you know, really, gosh, the, the pitchers that we have, you know, all six of them has, have really contributed to every one of our wins. We've done some more things here in the middle of the week where, oh, here's a perfect example. Charlotte Eccles doesn't play on Saturday, game time decision. Um, and we play a freshman, Samantha Rowe, at third base. She doesn't get a lot of reps there because Charlotte's our, you know, everyday third baseman. She doesn't practice a ton there. She, boom, she jumps in, makes two nice plays, contributes to our, um, uh, to our win. Um, but everything that we do in the middle of the week, what we're doing tonight, what we'll do on Thursday, what we'll do on Friday, getting ready for our series is, is to give some of those players that aren't playing an everyday role for us on game day give them an opportunity to stay sharp in practice. So we've got a lot of live at-bats that we've been getting this year. We've been doing a lot of stuff with, with, our, um, with our players not playing a ton on the weekend. And um, I think it's really helped players like, you know, like Sam Rowe, for example, be ready at third base. It's helped players like Haley Pittman come in and, and be ready to go. It's helped players like, you know, like uh, Lexi Delbury stay sharp. So it's, I, I really like what we're doing outside of just, you know, everyday game stuff. Tim, last thing. Um, you know, I think when, when uh, fans see a team play, you know, okay, you, you can watch a pitcher, you can watch a hitter, but I know you put a lot of premium on defense. Your teams have always been good defensively. When you recruit a kid, is that a, a, a thing that, that's got to work, that you have to have a player that can play defense? You know what, Steve? If, if they can't play defense, they better really be able to hit, and you be, better be able to, you know, we, we've been able to, you know, fortunately, you know, in, in years past, design some players who have been a little bit better offensively. Um, you know, we lost Bailey, Bailey Goddard, um, you know, the, the first week of, uh, of back from, from winter break, um, and she's out with a knee injury for the rest of the season and, and has been the whole year. You know, we put her in right field to get a productive outfielder, but she's learning how to play outfield has been something different. So we've made a living – on being able to, to make, you know, make, turn in a Francesca and they or a Kelsey Bruder, um, Brittany Schutte, just, you know, be able to take some players like that and move them to a spot besides DH to where they can be, a, you know, a, a, a much better player. But if you can get a player, you know, like Charlotte Eccles and Hannah Adams and, you know, Kirsty Merritt, players that can really defend but can also really hit and really good offensive players – yeah, you've got the secret sauce to a national championship. Um, I think ultimately most people are better at one than the other. Some are really good offensively, not as good defensively. Some are really good defensively, not as good offensively. It's just the nature. It's really hard to be good defensively because the amount of time uh, – it, it, this is probably the easiest way to say it. And probably, there's really nothing sexy about – working on your defense and doing a lot of the things that are necessary to be really good defensively and be really good with, you know, your arm and all the, all the, the little tiny details that it takes to be really good. So yeah. um, I look for it, but I'll be honest with you. And we're always looking for hitters. Um, and if you can find someone who can hit and defend, like I said, that's the, that's the national championship secret sauce right there. Yeah, no doubt about it. Gators have a, a terrific week coming up this week. FSU here tomorrow, then Alabama here Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Tim, always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Appreciate you too. Hey, Annette, one thing I didn't answer your question greatly, but Elizabeth Hightower is spinning the heck out of the ball right now. She's she's doing a good job. She's been 
keeping us in these weekends. Got the series, you know, got the clinching win this weekend with a shutout of a good offensive team. So she's pitching, she's pitching really good. Um, and, you know, the other guys are working hard too. But I think most importantly, Elizabeth's really, really getting on track. Let's hope it stays that way. Thanks, Tim. Yes, sir. You Go got Gators. it. Thank Tim you. Walton, the Gator softball coach, joining us here live on Sports Scene 1215. Time check brought to you by Hayes Shillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Ethan Madowski. Big news from the world of golf this morning as Tiger Woods announced he is playing, planning to play on, in this weekend's Masters. It would mark the completion of an epic comeback following a major car accident 13 months ago. Staying with golf, the Gator men are in action at the Calusa Cup in Naples, Florida today. The Gators are currently far off the pace in round two, sitting in third at four under for the tournament. Florida lacrosse picked up a 19-12 victory in their conference opener against the Cincinnati Bearcats Monday. And finally, Gator baseball returns home to Florida ballpark tonight. They look to get back on track against Florida A&M. You can hear the game right here beginning at 5.55 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ethan Madowski. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF. You know, folks, for a long time, I've been telling you about my friends at Southeast Car Agency for good reason. I'm a customer. I've been a customer of theirs for a long time. The vehicles I have purchased there have been tremendous for me, and I think they will be for you, too. Now, if you're looking for a new one, well, they don't have any. They never have in 40-plus years of being in business. But they do provide you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, the cream of the crop and late-model, low-mileage vehicles. SECars.com, you can check them out online and check out all the vehicles for yourself. All the pertinent information is there. Test drive them, look at them yourself, go see them in person at Northeast 39th Avenue, and you can check all these babies out. Remember, over 40 years the Cousins family has been in business doing the exact same thing. That tells you about their longevity. That tells you about the trust their customers have with them. When you go see him in person, tell him Sports Scene sent you to Southeast Car Agency. A healthier you is the first step toward a healthy baby. When planning a pregnancy, baby steps toward better health can deliver big results. Exercising regularly and eating a balanced diet will help you reach or maintain a healthy weight and increase the likelihood of a healthy baby. Taking a multivitamin containing folic acid every day helps prevent birth defects. And regular medical and dental checkups are especially important when planning for pregnancy. To learn more about taking your baby steps toward a healthy pregnancy, call Florida's Family Healthline at 1-800-451-2229. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes, and you administer insulin three or more times per day, or use an insulin pump, you might be eligible for a CGM through your insurance benefits. U.S. Med partners with over 500 private insurance companies and Medicare. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill your insurance. Call us today for a free benefits check. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Radiant Credit Union has the financing you need for all your outdoor fun. 
Whether you're fishing the flats, exploring rivers and springs, skiing around the lake, or camping in the great outdoors, Radiant has you covered. Our online application makes applying quick and easy, and our great rates will help you stick to your budget. Get financed for your next boat, RV, jet ski, or ATV at radiantcu.org slash outdoors. Radiant Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, as well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate. And remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall. We do them all. From every call third strike to every call to the bullpen, baseball lives here. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. I'm Mick Hubert, voice of the Gators, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. Thank you, Mick Hubert. We're going to talk a little football now. Now joining us, Pro Football Focus is senior football analyst Seth Galina. Pro Football Focus is releasing a four-episode podcast series with projected number one overall pick Aiden Hutchinson, titled Hutch, going to uh, start next Wednesday, April 13th. You can check out Hutch wherever you listen to podcasts. So let's bring Seth in now. Seth, always a pleasure to have you. Thank you. Um, this Saints-Eagles trade. Uh, it's. I think it's kind of hard for fans to understand because it's not really involving play. It isn't like Joe Smith for Bob Jones. What does this do for both teams? I think for the on the Saints side, clearly they like. Well, two things. I think their roster obviously is one where they're not really looking towards the future. I mean, you could say that about the Saints front office for the past five years. But clearly, they, they're trying to win now. They feel like the NFC is very weak. They need two players, two first-round quality players. Or they want to package these two picks together and maybe move up for one high-quality player. Um, I think probably better off at this point staying with the two picks. You know, one of the tackles might fall. A receiver is going to fall for sure. So that's probably where they're, where they're looking at. So for the Saints, it's really just like, hey, we're, we're all in it this year. We don't really care about next year. Also with Mickey Loomis, when he likes a player, he is going to get him no matter what. He's going to trade up. He's going to go find a guy. So there might be a specific player that they like. I think with the Eagles, it's great for them too. Um, they are clearly in a position where they want it. They're outwardly, you know, publicly, they're going to talk about how much they love Jalen Hurts. I think obviously they're still in a wait and see mode with him. There's not a quarterback that they probably love, especially more than Jalen Hurts right now in this year's draft. But there's quite a few quarterbacks in next year's draft that I'm sure they are going to love. So, you know, you have these three picks in the first round this year. You find a way to have more picks in next year's first round draft so that you can pair those picks up move up a little higher to get one of these really good quarterbacks. So I think for both teams, it makes some sense. Uh, certainly, I like what the Eagles did a little more than the Saints. Um, the Saints have been, look, at the end of the day, like they've traded up and they've hit on picks. They're drafting over the last five years, uh, you know, basically since Stephen Ireland has got there, as like, I think his title is assistant GM, has been great. It, sometimes, it, you know, 
trading up is not really the best move, but if you hit on the picks, it, it works out. Uh, as free agency has uh, wound down here a little bit, Seth, I'm going to ask you a two-part question. The first part is, who were some of your win- what teams were some of your winners in free agency? The, the f- first and foremost, the Chargers, I think 100%. They are, I know they didn't make the playoffs last year, but you would put them at near the top of the AFC right now because they're going to be fine on offense no matter what because the quarterback is, is an elite player. And they fixed really, you know, they have a lot. They had a lot of issues on defense, but corner was one of them. They fixed it. One of the best corners in the league, J.C. Jackson, right there. Interior run defense uh, was a big problem for them. Well, they fixed it. They went and got Sebastian Joseph Day. You know, not, not really a household name, but he played extremely well with Brandon Staley with the Rams in 2020. So he'll move in there at the same position he played in the same defense. And then, obviously, you go and get a guy like Kill Mack. Again, run defense was an issue. Pass rushing was an issue. They had to play Kenneth Murray at, at edge uh, in the Houston game, which really lost their season for them losing to to Houston in, like, week 12 or week 13, whatever it was. So they just got better at all the positions they really needed to get better, and it allows them to kind of go into the draft pretty much with an open slate. I mean, they can't really go wrong, whether it's a tackle, receiver, now, maybe finding a three technique, maybe finding an inside linebacker, whatever it may be, they're they're in a good they're in a good spot, I think. All right, Seth. Uh, there there's this um, sort of conspiracy theory out there that you know Tom Brady comes back, and you know Bruce Arians leaves, and Bruce Arians leaves because Tom Brady comes back. Is there anything to that? You know, I've heard the same rumors that you've, you guys and your listeners have probably heard. I, I certainly don't know, and I wouldn't want to speak on anything that I didn't know 100%. Uh, it does feel like that. <laughs> the timing is kind of perfect. But um, I think, you know, at the end of the day, like, when you look at Brady, like, do we ever think he was going to stay retired, uh, especially at the level that he's playing at right now? I didn't think so. Certainly with Bruce, you know, he's getting up there in age. I mean, this is, this is, I don't know. That I, like everything he said about it, like, hey, I wanted to give Todd Bowles, who I really like, a, a, you know, a chance here with a really good team because he's always been a good coach. But then you go play, you know, you go coach with the Jets and they don't have a quarterback and you look like you're a bad coach when you're really not. So I get that aspect of it too. It's suspicious. It's definitely suspicious, but uh, I'll, I'll take their word for it, at least at this point. Quarterbacks. The, the, the two teams that seem to me have to make decisions are Cleveland about Baker Mayfield and the 49ers with Garoppolo slash Trey Lance. What ends up happening with those guys? You know, I think for from Baker's perspective – what I would imagine happens is, I think this is pretty clear, that Deshaun Watson will get suspended for some number of games. Could be 12 games, could be 8 games, could be 4 games, like we don't know. But I think that, you know, that, that roster is obviously still pretty good. And getting Baker in there, playing 4 games, maybe they go 3-1, and one, something like that. And then you get your draft, you're sorry, your your stock price kind of back up there, and you're able to make a move next offseason. 
I just don't see, you know, you're looking at teams like, it just doesn't seem like anybody really wants him right now. And you're coming off the injury. Um, obviously, he didn't play well last year, so I kind of get that. Um, but I think for his sake, and he's going to have to, like, um, kind of bite the bullet and, and stick around, I think, and see if he can win some games while Deshaun Watson is not there. On the other side, um, with Garoppolo and Reds, for me, it seems like Shanahan or whoever there making decisions there just doesn't feel comfortable with Trey Lance just yet. There's all the rumors we get out there um, and, and all, the, all the stuff that he says. So I could see another scenario where Jim Garoppolo starts again for the 49ers next year. I think they feel super comfortable. He obviously gives them a floor that – Shanahan to manage and get them to the places they want to go. Obviously, two NFC Championship games and and a Super Bowl appearance. Obviously, the, the issue, of course, and we're going to say this every year with Garoppolo is like, can he elevate the team for you know two, maybe three, even just one playoff game where they're going to need him? And we saw it in the NFC Championship game last year. We saw it in the Super Bowl two years ago, three years ago. That hasn't happened yet. With Lance, you get that ceiling. But of course, the floor could fall out. He just he could he could just be a bust, right? And we don't know that. And I think they're they're really nervous about that because they obviously feel like they have the roster around uh, to make an average quarterback like Garoppolo look really good. All right, Seth, I'm going to end with a with a couple of rapid fire questions here. Here you go. One: um, Will Sam Darnold be the starting quarterback for Carolina? Will they take Ryan Pickett? I hope for their sake he is. Because I think putting all your eggs in the right ticket, uh, the Kenny Pickett basket is just not not the way to go. I think you're in the same spot you were, you're in, so you might as well just like clean slate, let Darnold go out there, see if you got anything, and then hope next year you're you're also picking the top yeah, one. What do they say, right? Yeah, Kenny Pickett. And then um, uh, the other one, Ryan Tannehill's where uh, has has that franchise with Tannehill reached its ceiling? Probably. And I think, you know, I think the issue is going to become when, hey, what if you don't get a, a season where you're running the ball at an efficient level? Obviously, Derrick Henry is really good. Um, you know, if he's healthy, you're probably going to be okay. But there's going to be a time when you, you're going to have to rely on Tannehill to drop back and, and throw the football efficiently. Obviously, the receiver is really good. A.J. Brown is really good. It didn't work out with Julio Jones. You would have wished it would have. But... It, it might be they they might have capped out. They they really might have capped out. And I really like Tannehill. I like what they've done there. But eventually, it's going to hit them in the face when Tannehill has to drop back time and time again. Final one next year. If we're talking, is Tua the quarterback for the Dolphins? I would say probably not. But I do think yeah, I'd say probably not at this point. Um, I think. It's gonna. I think that Mike McDaniel can do some good stuff, and we've seen that offense kind of elevate average quarterbacks. And I'm not counting Tua out just yet. He's only going to his third year. I would have liked to have seen a lot more in his first two years, though. And based on that, I would say probably not. Okay. Pro Football Focus's senior football analyst Seth Galina joining us here. Seth, thank you, as always, for your time. 
Uh, I think Ryan Pickett was a defensive tackle for the St. Louis Rams, if got, I'm not mistaken. I got Ryan Tannehill. And <laughs> I got him juxtaposed and mixed. So, yeah, oh, you know, hey, been a long day. Thanks, Seth. Thank you. See ya. Okay. Uh, don't forget, Pro Football Focus is going to release a four-episode podcast series with projected number one overall pick, Aiden Hutchinson. It's titled Hutch. It's next Wednesday, April 13th. 1231 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. We'll open the phone lines for you next. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The flagship of the Florida Gators. ESPN 98.1 FM at 850 AM, WRUF. If you're looking for real news, News Nation is new and different. News Nation doesn't take sides or lean into political agendas. Here, you get all sides. If you're looking for news without the noise, come back to the news with News Nation. News for all America. Longer days, warmer weather. This is the time of the year you need to be enjoying life without joint pain. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Time to call QC Kinetics. They're helping people here and all over America get real, lasting pain relief. They use highly concentrated, cutting-edge, natural biologic treatments that can restore and repair damaged joint tissue, getting to the root of the pain. It's life-changing. You can get back to moving like you used to with no drugs, surgery, and downtime. If you have nagging pain in your knees, hips, shoulders, or back and you're done with steroids and pain meds, call QC Kinetics. And if they're telling you surgery is your next option, don't do it. Call QC Kinetics for a free consultation and free second opinion. Learn more about these amazing natural biologic treatments. Enjoy this time of year doing what you love. Call the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics now. Now with offices in Ocala and the Villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Spring has sprung, and with the warmer temperatures, it's time to heat up your outdoor entertainment. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Upgrade your outdoor space now with the latest gear at Electronics World. With outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung, outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. Hi, Darcy the Cow here for Black Cow, the mature manure. Planting a sustainable vegetable garden helps protect the environment, and there's nothing like knowing where your vegetables came from. Black Cow is a natural fertilizer with 10 times more nutrients than garden soil. Everything grows better with Black Cow, you know. That's blackcowkow.com. Black Cow, the mature manure. Weather Center. Here is your WRUF weather update. The chance for showers and thunderstorms return to today's forecast, mainly during the afternoon and evening hours. Some of those storms, especially north and west of Kingsville, could be on the strong side. Damaging winds and large hail look to be the main concern. We'll hold on to the risk for thunderstorms basically each day this work week, except for Friday. By that point, I think we'll have drier and much cooler conditions just in time for the upcoming weekend. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. This, keep it on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. I know that I fawn all over the Greek freak, but in large part because he came out of nowhere, came over here, and then worked each year in getting better. And you could see that he was getting better every single year, but he hasn't stopped. This is his ninth year. I think that he won the MVP this past week. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, 
right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we will open the phone lines for you for the rest of the day. 392-8255. You can email to srussell at wruf.com. Uh, I want to thank the Gator Dugout Club. I had a chance to talk to them last night about uh, Gator baseball, college baseball, Major League Baseball, baseball. So uh, a lot of fun to do that. And uh, thanks for the invite. I always appreciate doing that. All right, let's bring John to the show. John, hello. Good afternoon, Steve. Uh, some good uh, guests you had on there, obviously with Tim and, and the NFL guy. It was was, was good to listen to. Um, I got a quick comment about it, the NHL, and then I've got my picks for the uh, the winners in the National American League for this year. Um, as far as hockey, I'm I'm looking hard pressed, man. It's uh, Tampa's been really, you know, thinnest on thin ice the whole year. I mean, winning, but. I mean, I think their point diff, their goal differential has been like, I mean, expect, expectedly low considering, you know, how much success they've had in a couple of years. Um, they've, since they lost to Toronto last night, they slid from like third to like seventh in like, like a little, little over a week. So I think it's going to be hard pressed for them to repeat, especially you got, you know, the Panthers, um, we'll call about Carol, Carolina Panthers. I'm sorry. And, uh, I'm sorry. Florida Panthers, I got them mixed up. Florida Panthers, Carolina Hurricanes. Hurricanes, yeah, Hurricane, yeah, and then Toronto's obviously jumped up. I think they're number two in the Atlantic Division, so it's it's going to be a hard press. And I'd like to hear when you next time you you talk to your buddy uh, Barry Melrose, hear what his thoughts are as far as not just Tampa, what the overall picture as far as the national or uh, the hockey league. Yeah, he'll be, he's going to be coming on soon. Um, you know, here's the thing about hockey, and and I've always believed this. If you, and maybe more than any other sport, it's like this, okay? Think about football, okay? Why do teams get hot in football? Well, maybe, you know, their their offense is clicking or whatever. But in hockey, a hot goaltender goes yep. a long way and because it does two things. One, obviously it keeps you in a game, and two – it keeps the other team from scoring. So you can win two to one. You can win right. one to nothing, even if you're not on all cylinders offensively. So I, I hear you, and and I don't know what their goal differential is, but if you get hot at the right time, you can do some damage. Right. In my picks for, for the uh, National American League, I've been kind of studying it just a little bit. I and I was really impressed with uh, Toronto last year. I mean, they were in the mix until towards the end of the year. It's like Tampa had the best record, but I just I just like Toronto Blue Jays lineup. I think that they're gonna uh, I think they're gonna take the American League and a team that's kind of sleeper. I hope. I mean, for your sake, I hope it's wrong, but I'm I'm looking at the uh, Phillies. They've uh, solidified a little bit their bullpen. Um, I still think they're shaky in the field, but I think that they're gonna end end result. I think they're going to overtake the Dodgers and take the National League. The Phillies? Yes, sir. Ooh. I, I don't well, know how good. Schorber, they just picked up Schorber, and then they have they got Bryce Harper. I think I think they're, they're the team that I'm not saying that they're 
I looked at their power rank, and they're around 10th in the league. But I just think uh, overall power rating. But I think that they've got – I think they got the mix that's going to win it this year. So, this – I mean, I'll come back to you later in the year and see how I'm doing. And I know I'm going to, you know, be interested in who you pick. I know you said you towards the end of the, end of the week. You do it tomorrow because the season starts okay, Thursday. Great. Yeah. I got you. Well, it'll be interesting to kind of compare, you know, middle of the season or even at the late season see what's going on. All right. Thank you, John. Appreciate the call. The only thing with the Phillies is their defense is going to be really bad. Really bad. So if they don't mash it, uh, who's going to catch it? But we'll see. Um, okay. A couple of things I want to talk about and get your thoughts on. Guys, I'll get yours first. Think about it. I'm watching the championship game last night. Trying not to fall asleep. And that's another thing. Why would you air that game at 9.30? What kids are going to watch that game? Anyway, I digress. The thing I was watching last night, this week you have two of the premier sporting events going on at the same time. Final Four slash championship game and the Masters. Okay? I think we would all agree those are pretty big deals. Okay? What is, in your view, I want you to call in and tell me today, what is the number one sporting event for you? Number one sporting event. Is it the Masters? Is it the Super Bowl? Is it, what is it? So, David, you want to take a crack at it? What do, you, what do you got? I don't see how there's any question of it being anything other than the Super Bowl. So think okay. of, you save a ticket, just the ticket, not even a picture of the game, just a ticket, and that becomes thousands and thousands of dollars. The, everything about it. Men work their lives for a piece of jewelry, and it's that big of a spectacle. I, I don't see how it gets better than that. Okay. Eli, you got a thought? I would have to say the Super Bowl, too. I mean, it's the biggest... Uh, televised like the most amount of viewers it's more than the inauguration address more people watch that than than anything else during the year um, there's parties that gather for it and and you know March Madness is a lot of fun and um, a lot of people are passionate about college basketball with the brackets and everything but it feels like the Super Bowl is a national holiday I mean people have ta- talked about making the Monday after a day off from school for kids everybody is watching the Super Bowl and I feel like if you're not invested in college basketball or have a bracket that really has a chance, then, then there's really no need for a lot of people to watch it. So hands down, I would say the Super Bowl as well. Well, I thought you guys were going to say that. And that's why I'm going to actually amend my question because of what you just said. Okay? Think about the rest of the terrific things in sports. Okay? They're not single events. The Super Bowl is, right? I mean, you have the playoffs. But in the end, it's the Super Bowl. So like in baseball, World Series, okay? That's a singular event. I mean, even it's seven games, but it's, but it's the, the Super Bowl is one game for everything, right? And there's playoffs to it, but let's take basketball. You have a gazillion games in the NBA to get to the NBA Finals. You have a gazillion games in baseball till you get to the World Series. So then 
if the Super Bowl is one, what's two? Because I think most people, I just wanted to see what you would say, because I think most people would say the Super Bowl. So be thinking about what number two is. Okay, And it can be the Masters, which is a four-day event. It could be that, because it's an event. Okay, Just be thinking about that. Um, also, going to talk about the new technology that baseball apparently is going to allow Pitchcom. Uh, and Steven says, do you think it's going to become the norm for catchers giving signals? Yes, I do. I think it is good. Already, it's been used experimentally, and every feedback I have seen from a, a pitcher has been positive. And I think that, now look, could there be something invented that would technologically make this where you could hack into it? I mean, I guess. But now, I think it's a really good thing. And it's going to, if you want to speed the game up, if that's what this will help. And I hear the purists in baseball talk about, well, you know, the tradition is you, you put the sign down. Oh, okay. Do you as a fan ever see that? No. You don't see that unless you're in center field. And you got binoculars. So who cares? If you're, Technology is here to stay in all sports. Like it, don't like it. And the day is going to come, and it may not be when I'm around, but the day is going to come, you don't have officials, you don't have umpires, you got nothing. You got machines. Machines will do everything. Because as people bet more, as more money is placed on games, as the outcomes become more important, you don't want human error. You want the right call. I think it's going to happen someday. 1244, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Victoria Sywick. With the Masters approaching, Tiger Woods said in a press conference this morning that as of right now, he plans to play. He will play nine more practice holes Wednesday before making a final decision. Next, Florida baseball is back in action at home t- tonight against Florida A&M. The Gators will look to get back in the win column after dropping three games to Georgia last week. Catch coverage starting right here at 5.55. And tomorrow, Florida softball will face off against Florida State at home. The Gators currently hold a 30-6 overall record and a 15-5 record at home. First pitch is set for six. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Victoria Sywick. I chuckled as I read the words on a church sign. Well, you've been asking me for a sign. Sign God. Have you ever said, if God would just show me a sign, if I could just see a miracle, I'd believe in him? Well, it doesn't work that way. How did Pharaoh and the Egyptians respond to all those plagues? Their hearts just got harder. And the miracles of Jesus... People witnessed a man raised from the dead, and many who saw it wanted to kill Jesus. Sadly, throughout history, we find that most people's hearts don't change even after they see a miracle. Are you waiting for some sign or miracle to give you the proof to believe in God? Evidence for God's existence is everywhere. The revelation of God is found in Scripture, and most of all, in Jesus. 
You have to decide if you'll be open-minded enough to open your heart to Him and believe. This is Bryant Wright, speaking right from my heart. For more on this and other topics, visit rightfromtheheart.org. Hey, sports fans, spring sports season is here. Basketball, baseball, softball, track and field, and the spring football game. Boy, am I excited. Well, now is the time to prune your trees and start preparing for those nasty summer storms. Don't wait until it's too late. Call Daughtry Tree Service today for your free evaluation. 352-472-2465. That's 352-472-2465. Or check us out online. At Daughtry Tree Service, we believe a job worth doing is worth doing right. Radiant Credit Union has the financing you need for all your outdoor fun. Whether you're fishing the flats, exploring rivers and springs, skiing around the lake, or camping in the great outdoors, Radiant has you covered. Our online application makes applying quick and easy, and our great rates will help you stick to your budget. Get finance for your next boat, RV, jet ski, or ATV at radiantcu.org outdoors. Radiant Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Scared money don't make money holds true on and off the field. This is Gators head football coach Billy Napier. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF is Gainesville's only sports radio home for all things Gators. A if your business can use a boost in sales, let Peter and the gang help. Contact the radio home of the Orange and Blue by logging on to WRUF.com and clicking on the Contact Us button at the bottom of the page. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Five skater baseball game, Nick Pogue is getting the start for the Gators. 0-1-1 with a 7-7-1 ERA. And, I, and I'm hoping he pitches well tonight. He, he's been struggling since coming back from Tommy John. They're going to start uh, a righty, uh, Dallas Tees, who's 0-3 with a 10 ERA. They're 12-17. Uh, and 17, But, you know, look, their focus is winning the SWAC. They're 6-3 and three in uh, league play. So, again, we'll have it for you uh, tonight. All right, we got an hour to kill here. If there's something you want to bring up I have not, call me. We'll talk about it. Paul says the NCAA basketball playoffs, the most exciting part of the event. People take time off for work the very first day of the games. Yeah, the Super Bowl is the most exciting, if you understand what I'm saying. Uh, William says, are you surprised the Rays traded Meadows? Or do you think that's because they want their number one prospect, Josh Lowe, on the roster? No. Uh, it's like, why do, the, why do the Rays ever do anything? To save money. That's why. That's what this is about. Um, I believe I'm right in this, and somebody can correct me if they're a huge Rays fan. I think this year they went to arbitration with him. And he was due a uh, you know a bigger payday. Um, and remember, 
He was the number nine overall pick in the draft. I think people forget that. Pittsburgh, was it Pittsburgh took him, I think? But anyway, he, I remember he was a top ten pick. And uh, so now the Tigers get some instant. I think the Tigers are trying, you know, the last two, three years they've not competed. I think now they're trying to compete in that division. Now they signed Javi Baez. Uh, I, I do think they're they're trying to compete. So uh, we'll see. Now, tomorrow, if you want to even start today, you can, since there's no um, you know, complaining thing today that people want to call about instead of just talking sports. Sorry, can't help it the way it is. Give me your baseball picks. I'm going to give you mine. We're going to do the uh, baseball show tomorrow at 11, the on-deck show. And then with the baseball season starting on Thursday, um, we will, I will, give you the fearless predictions for who will win. I'm not usually right. I will admit it. Now, some I get right. Gator football continues spring practice today. They're going to scrimmage on Saturday getting ready for the spring game next week. So that'll put football to sleep, at least on the field, until this summer. Joe emails, and he said, uh, Steve, it's interesting with the Gator, uh, Gator baseball discussion. All of a sudden, Kevin O'Sullivan can't coach. All of a sudden, Kevin O'Sullivan can't recruit. And all of a sudden, Kevin O'Sullivan can't uh, deal with the pitching staff. This is a young team that is probably going to get better, but there could be some more bumps in the road. If Florida doesn't make a regional, he says, is next year big for him? I mean, in terms of his job? No, I don't think so. Is it big to get back to where Florida baseball normally is? Yeah, I would say so. By the way, some of the games today... Georgia, just coming off the sweep of Florida, plays at Clemson. That's their, you know, Florida, Florida State. Louisville is playing at Kentucky. Louisville's ranked. Good game for Kentucky. Number one, Tennessee, gets Lipscomb. Alabama will host Samford. Central Arkansas is playing at Arkansas, Florida's next opponent. The Razorbacks, by the way, are ranked number two in the country. So Tennessee is one, Arkansas is two, and Gator fans, you will see those teams in the next three weeks. Number one and number two. Auburn got ranked. Yeah, Auburn's 18th. They're at UAB. Ole Miss is ranked. They play at Southern Miss. Mississippi State is hosting UT Martin. Austin P is at Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt got swept by Tennessee, and they're still in the top ten. Hello. Grambling is at LSU. LSU is ranked in the top 25. And Texas State is ranked number eight. Texas State. And they play at Texas A&M. The other two teams in the league, South Carolina and Missouri, play tomorrow. 
Carolina is taking on number 20, North Carolina in Charlotte, and Missouri is taking on Kansas. And then Thursday, there are two SEC games. The Gators have the early game against Arkansas. The 9 o'clock late game is Kentucky at Texas A&M. So that's what's happening in baseball this week. Beebe says he thinks the college football national championship is the most exciting sporting event, and Super Bowl is number two. He said, after hearing a $5 million NIL number banded about by Chuck Oliver for Arch Manning, I got curious again for where he might be going. Looks like I'll pay UF a visit. What was dizzying was the jockeying for position and what-ifs for all the colleges and recruiting for all the high-ranked players. It looks way more chaotic than the NFL draft. Well, of course it's more chaotic. The NFL draft, you're, I mean, it's a pretty simple process. But the NIL is all over the place. So it's his question, he says, what do you know about the mechanics of recruiting? What does that mean? I'm not sure what the mechanics of recruiting means. And then how colleges determine how, to, how and when to shift focus away from one recruit to another. Well, that's partly, B.B., in the recruiting process itself, right? I mean, obviously, if you have somebody in mind you're recruiting, you're in contact with that person. And if that person says to you, well, I'm, I'm leaning to, you know, Georgia or whatever, well, then maybe that's when you focus away. But I think that's knowing that, like Kenny Rogers said, no one to hold, no one to fold them, that, that's part of it. But I don't know what you mean about the mechanics of recruiting. It's important, obviously. You do it well, generally, you win. You don't do it well, generally, you don't do so well. That certainly, I think, is that nobody would question. It's going to be a long second hour. I can see my, my guest list this week. She's going to have to increase. And again, why? Why? When I start year 25 of this next year, could be my last. And the reason is, is because what's, I, I get asked this all the time when I speak to Gator clubs or groups, what's changed the most sitting in this chair? What's changed the most is that, first of all, the way people listen has changed. Some people don't even listen live anymore. Why? Because we get home from work, you can go home and drink beer and listen to the show. That, that's, you can listen whenever you want, okay, as opposed to having back in the old days to listen now or miss it. That's one. And number two, people just are less inclined to talk sports. It's, why isn't this coach doing his job? Why I want to fire this guy. That's what this has become in large part. It isn't, wow, baseball's, I mean, where are, the, where, where are baseball fans? Shouldn't you be excited? Baseball's starting tomorrow, and nobody will call and talk baseball. Why? I don't get it. And you really can't complain about basketball now because you got a new guy in there. 
You can't complain about football. You got a new guy in there. And isn't it interesting that DeRuji and Appleby have left and nobody seems to care now? Last year when those guys left, there was a hue and cry you could hear from, you know, here to Mexico. But that's what the portal has done. That's why you have to navigate it. I want to end the hour on a good note. Next week, get your athletic director Scott Strickland live here in the studio. Good to have him back. That's our first hour. Our thanks to Pro Football Focus is Seth Galena, Gator softball coach Tim Walton. Hour two coming up, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. There are certain memories you have of great nights with great friends. Memories that'll last a lifetime. And if you're like a lot of folks, many of those memories happened at 1728 West University Avenue in Gainesville. It's been many names over the years. The College Inn, the Purple Porpoise, Gator City, and six years ago, a new establishment was built at that address. The Social at Midtown. The Social at Midtown is Gainesville's favorite restaurant and rooftop bar and is located right across from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. The Social has 60 huge flat-screen TVs, so you won't miss one second of the action. And every night, they have different specials, but you don't have to wait till the nighttime to head to The Social. They open for lunch at 11 o'clock every day of the week. Check out their delicious menu at thesocialgnv.com. Follow them on social media to see the latest specials. It's time to make new memories at 1728 West University Avenue. See you at The Social at Midtown. The most important thing I learned from my father was work ethic and integrity. Never veer away from integrity, even if it costs you money. International Diamond Center owner Keith LeClaire. The core value for IDC is to protect the customer. That means offering the largest selection, uncompromising quality, the strongest warranties, and honest guidance from experts who are not paid on commission. The other trait Keith picked up from his father, a passion for competing, making sure IDC customers always get the best price in the market on any purchase. There's one thing I love is to be competitive, and I have never stopped. I hate to lose. No games, no nonsense. Just the best values every day on diamonds, engagement rings and fashion jewelry and that's what drives me every day i work to have that inventory at the right price 365 days a year so when you come here you're not getting schnooker you're getting the right price on the right item all the time period international diamond center at celebration point online shopidc.com welcome to sports scene with steve russell let's talk some sports have some lunch on espn 98 1 fm and 8 50 a.m wruf welcome into hour two of sports scene for this tuesday tiger woods making an official today saying as of now he plans on playing in the masters his tea time by the way uh, is scheduled for tomorrow around 10.30. Now remember, he had that car accident in February of 2021, which was really significant. So for him to be back playing, you know, after about a year is pretty good. Patrick emails, by the way, you can call 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. 
He's a Yankee fan. He's excited for opening day. But it's the same old story. We don't have pitching. We go after 36-year-old players. I think there'll be a wild card team, and he's jacked about Tiger Woods playing. Okay? Uh, let us get Tony to talk to us here. Tony, what's up? Hey, Steve, thanks for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard you say about Derugi, and, and I knew about Derugi and Appleby and on entering the portal. I was wondering if you had any information. Well, Derugi's going uh, pro, Castleton. and Appleby's going to oh, the yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was wondering if you had any information on uh, Coach Golden talking to Castleton about staying. He has spoken to him, but yeah. as far as I know, no decision's been made. Okay, is, is he going to... Uh, if you know, does he have an operation scheduled for his shoulder? No idea. I would imagine. I don't know if there would be an operation. I'm sure they're going to, you know, keep monitoring that and that sort of thing. Right. But, you know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that was one of the re- reasons I thought he might not uh, try to go pro. Maybe uh, if he needed an operation, uh, do that and see what happens and stay a year. But you know, uh, wish him the most the best. Um, you said something else, uh, possibly retiring next year. I hate to see that, pal. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, that, next year is a long way away. I'm just saying 25 is a nice round number. Um, and, and look, I, when I said what I said, I meant it. But, you know, the, the only constant in life is change. And the business and the industry – and how people consume has changed. And it's changed a lot in a generation. You know, I mean, you, you never would have difficulty in getting people to talk about Tiger Woods or baseball or, you know, whatever. But because people don't need, you know, you can consume this anytime you want. And and I get it. It's convenient. I under, I totally understand. And so... You know, it's just changed, and you have to roll with the changes. That's all you can do. One of the things you said is people listen to it, uh, recording and listen to it. I, you know, I, if you had, if something important happened, I might do that. But is is, I, if I can't listen and possibly call and talk, I mean, it, that's a big part of it. I mean, you can with your show, you give everybody an opportunity to ask a question or get involved, and I would miss that. I really would. Well, Tony, I appreciate that. Okay. Thank you, Tony. I appreciate it. 3928255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. You know, I must have gotten five emails that said, oh, you're retiring? No, I didn't. I didn't say that. I just said it'll be 25 years next year of doing this, and, you know, you, you, you begin to look in the rearview mirror and you know assess where you are and like anything that you do you got to have fun doing it right i have the most fun and let me talk about my 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 guy chuck oliver okay chuck does a show and doesn't take calls doesn't take calls i could do that i could sit here for two hours and talk and bring you guests for two hours and do that every day. Could do that. I just happen to enjoy 
you know, hearing from you as sports fans, even if we don't agree, as to what you have to say. But I, I don't think I don't I, I don't think people would would argue this point. This has become because of social media more of not talking about who's going to win the Masters or gee Tiger Woods that's good, as opposed to Mike White can't coach fire him what's wrong with Kevin O'Sullivan he can't co-? that's that's what this has it mirrors social media and there's less talking about sports so that's my only thing and you know when football season rolls around there'll be more of that but i can tell you this in football season i'm planning on having a lot more guests to talk about college football because i think that's what the consumer if you're not going to call and talk well then i want you to hear from people who you know are broadcasting games or you know whatever they're doing i think that's important all right uh rick emails got a great question here he said steve i agree with your point um about callers uh calling to complain as about uh just talking sports is there a a team on campus that you don't think gets enough coverage or conversation yes track track coach holloway has done a marvelous job with the track team it's nobody's fault you can't see them a lot they're in the they're in the relays the Pepsi relays and then the Tom Jones but they don't have a lot of home meets and there's no indoor facility here so when they won the yes when they won the SEC in, the uh, national indoor we, we couldn't see them but yeah I mean and it isn't that nobody covers them but how many people call here and go, hey, how about Roland Thornquist women's tennis team? How about Mandy O'Leary's lacrosse team, which, by the way, is playing very well. They've won six straight. But it just doesn't – it's not a – you know, it's not football. It's not basketball. But they train as hard. They do all the things necessary to be successful like anybody else does. I guess we have all Tonys today. Tony, hello. Hey, what's up, Steve? What's going on, buddy? Hey. Uh, Steve, listen, growing up for me, it was always the biggest sporting event of the year. I would give up Christmas. I would give up my birthday for it was opening day baseball. That's when uh, I would go to Yankee Stadium all the way until I was 12 years old. We would go to Yankee Stadium for opening day, and there was nothing like it, nothing like that in the world for me. Uh, Now I really don't have any special – Sporting event, to be honest with you, but uh, opening day baseball for me is always is the memory that, that always sticks out for me as far as that's concerned. Tony, tell me something. Why is it that you don't have, like, a sporting event now? You know, as, as I've gotten older, me and you have had this conversation. You know, I used to grow up looking at the box scores, looking at uh, the box scores for every sport, basketball, hockey, everything. And as I've gotten older, I've just kind of lost interest in basketball. I've lost a lot of interest in hockey. The only sports really that I follow now, you know, with any type of, you know, 
strictfulness is uh, football and college sports for the most part, college baseball, college football, college basketball to a lesser extent. But as far as the professional sports, for, for some reason, I've lost interest in them. And I used to love tennis. Like Wimbledon, I used to love to watch Wimbledon. And that that faded as I got a little older. Um, I really don't know why. Maybe just getting old. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I can relate. I was never a tennis player. Um, but, you know, breakfast at Wimbledon was something yeah. that I watched for quite a few years in the Borg, McEnroe, Lendl, Martina, Chrissy era. And then when that group sort of moved on, I lost interest in it too. It's funny how that works. Yeah, yeah, same here, same here. Um, it's funny that you mentioned about the changing of how people consume this type of uh, sports media. Now, as far as like call-in shows, that's kind of now people have – gone a little bit towards what's called Twitter spaces. I'm sure you're familiar with that. And that is crazy. Imagine every caller that calls you on at the same time screaming. Yeah. (laughs) It's like people enjoy that. And and I I can't stand it for more than a couple minutes. It gives me a headache, really, to be honest with you. I couldn't. I I would have a headache. Yes. (laughs) Hosting one of those, for sure. Yeah. But anyways, uh, look forward today to poke, hopefully, like you say, having a good outing. Just want to see him throw strikes, get through, you know, just throw some strikes, man. Get through about three, four solid innings, hopefully, and uh, get back in the wind column, hopefully. That'll be nice for this ball club. Yeah, I mean, they they certainly, you know, blasted uh, Annan last time they played them. But, you know, I I don't know that Kevin O'Sullivan wants to – I mean, of course you want to win – but, you know, what's the attitude? Just, just get right before you have to face, you know, a really good Arkansas team and, you know, get some confidence and, you know, hopefully get some guys, with, get some work tonight and go there. Yeah. Real quick, since I got you, Steve, if that game on Thursday is rained out, will they, will they do a Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know the answer uh, to that um, because – Television may have something to do with that. I don't know, um, but I, I can't give you a definitive answer on that. All right, Steve. All right, buddy. I'll talk. see you later, man. Okay, Take care, buddy. Tony. Thank Bye. you. My my gut tells me if you have Sunday that you can play, you would do so, but I don't know the answer. Caleb asked a question. It's a good one. Maybe I'll throw it out for consumption. Caleb says, who do you think the next big Gator is going to be? Not tying it down to a specific sport, but when the average Joe flips through the dial and sees a monster athlete who a part of UF, so who's a part of UF athletics right now, who do you see? He sees Trinity Thomas. Now, the trouble with that selection, as good as it is, is what you were saying, right? How often are you going to see Trinity Thomas? But I get it. In terms of what she could do in the sport, yeah, I I like that choice. 114, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. 
is trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Victoria Sywick. With the Masters approaching, Tiger Woods said in a press conference this morning that as of right now, he plans to play. He will play nine more practice holes Wednesday before making a final decision. Next, Florida baseball is back in action tonight at home against Florida A&M. The Gators will look to get back in the win column after dropping three games to Georgia last week. Catch covers starting right here at 555. Also, the men's golf team is currently competing at Calusa Cup. The team is sitting at third place, six under par. And tomorrow, Florida softball will face off against Florida State at home. The Gators currently hold a 30-6 and overall season record and a 15-5 record at home. First pitch is set for six. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Victoria Sywick. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Well, if you have listened to me for a long time, you know I speak very highly of my friend and trusted realtor, Scott Caldwell, owner of your home sold guaranteed realty. He's come up with a program exclusively for his sellers that allows you to trade in your current home so you can buy your dream home worry-free. With fewer homes on the market than ever before, buyers often have to make their best offer. If you have a house to sell, most of those offers do not get accepted. Never experience the hassle of trying to sell and buy at the same time or the risk and hassle of owning two homes. With Scott Caldwell's trade-in and trade-up program, sellers never find themselves stuck and they can move at their pace and on their timeline. That's because Scott already has buyers, thousands of them, creating higher demand and multiple offers, which means, of course, more money for you. So trade in and trade up with Scott Caldwell. This program could be perfect for you. Learn more. Call 352 352- Two zero nine zero 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 zero. That's three five two two zero nine zero 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 zero. Or visit CaldwellHasTheBuyers.com. Hey, it's Jeff Cardozo inviting you to join myself and the wily veteran Steve Russell every Wednesday at eleven o'clock right here on ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF for On Deck, a show dedicated exclusively to a sport near and dear to our hearts. That, of course, baseball. We're going to give you the ins and outs on everything you need to know about baseball, from the latest to what's going on in Major League Baseball to our boys in the orange and blue. It's On Deck every Wednesday at eleven, where we'll knock it out of the park. Longer days, warmer weather. This is the time of year you need to be enjoying life without joint pain. Time to call QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is helping people here and all over America get real lasting pain relief. They use highly concentrated cutting edge natural biologic treatments that can restore and repair damaged joint tissue, getting to the root of the pain. It's life changing. You can get back to moving like you used to with no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. If you have nagging pain in your knees, hips, shoulder, or back, and you're done with steroids and pain meds, call QC Kinetics. And if they're telling you surgery is your next Next option, don't do it. Call QC Kinetics for a free consultation and free second opinion. Learn more about these amazing natural biologic treatments. Enjoy this time of year doing what you love. Call the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics now. Now with offices in Ocala and the Villages. 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Radiant Credit Union has the financing you need for all your outdoor fun. Whether you're fishing the flats, exploring rivers and springs, skiing around the lake, or camping in the great outdoors, 
Radiant has you covered. Our online application makes applying quick and easy, and our great rates will help you stick to your budget. Get financed for your next boat, RV, jet ski, or ATV at radiantcu.org slash outdoors. Radiant Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. We're all on this planet together, so join Odyssey in counting down to Earth Day. With 17 days to go, here is one thing tip number five. Replace your current shower head with a low flow shower head. This simple one-time action can save water for years to come. And it has the bonus of lowering your water bill. Join Odyssey and together each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing? Sometimes a family needs a little help to deal with life stresses. You can contribute to happy, healthy childhoods with a few simple steps. Notice families under stress. Offer a helping hand. Give your time. Talk about healthy child development. Connect a family with resources. Contributing to a great childhood can be as easy as being a good neighbor. For more, preventchildabusefl.org. This message is sponsored by the Ounce of Prevention Fund of Florida, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. From the diamond to the dugout, we are your home for Florida Gator baseball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gator. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM, WRUF. All right, we'll take some calls, as always, 392-8255, email srussell at wruf.com. Austin, you're up. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Steve? Very well, Austin. Good. Um, yeah, so I, I just wanted to talk a little data basketball. Um, you know, I'm a little bit disappointed to see, you know, Appleby leave, and um, obviously Teruji, but, you know, we'll uh, find other players. That's the way it works in college basketball, but... Um, the one thing I wanted to kind of praise uh, Todd Golden for is, you know, how he is in the process of hiring uh, Torian Green as the, I guess, player development guy. Mm-hmm. I think that that's a very good good thing and, you know, kind of keeps the culture of that, you know, national championship, uh, those national championship years here. So I think that's a, a good thing. And um, the question I had for you is, did Mike White have a guy like that, like a player development guy or how to – how do you know how that worked with his staff? Uh, I don't think he had a player development person. Um, I think there's more hires uh, with Golden than there were with Mike, just top of my head. Um, I didn't delve a lot into that, to be perfectly blunt. Um, I just saw where Mike White, though, got his first commitment in the transfer portal, by the way. Um, so, yeah, I, I do think uh, – and look – I understand why Gator fans will be happy with anybody who's hired that has a link to championships. It doesn't guarantee a thing. And it doesn't mean there's going to be a championship pedigree because you have Torian Green on the staff. But does it hurt? No. Of course it doesn't hurt. Right. I agree. You know, I mean, yeah, I just I like the fact that he's kind of keeping it in the Gator family kind of as it works. So, you know, we'll see what happens there. But, um, you know, I'll, before I get off there, I wanted to touch on the Tiger Woods uh, being in the Masters thing. Um, I think that that's a great, great for the game of golf. And, uh, you know, it's 
amazing how he's recovered like in 14 months from that big injury and now he's getting ready to play the Masters. The guy's unbelievable. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, whether you like him, you know, he's he's managed to do something that a lot of athletes and actually people have trouble doing, and that is remaking their image. I mean, we, we all know how good Tiger Woods used to be, deservedly so. But we also know what happened in his personal life. And he was reviled for a while. And, and, and I, I don't want to use a Muhammad Ali comparison because it's not quite apples and apples, but you get where I'm going, right? Ali, uh-huh. you know, wouldn't go to Vietnam. A lot of people didn't like him because of that, you know, not serving his country, all of that. And then in the end, you know, He's revered. I'm not sure it's quite to that realm with Tiger Woods, but certainly I think his public image has been reborn. Right. I agree. And, you know, hopefully he uh, puts on a good show at the Masters. Thank you, Steve. Enjoy the show. Austin, thank you, sir. 3928255, and you can email srussell at wruf.com. Speaking of Coach Golden, it's interesting to me as well when a guy hires a coach, I mean, nobody knows who, but for example, he's got a director of basketball strategy and analytics. I don't remember if Mike White had that. Now, he's got two associate head coaches in McCray and, uh, oh gosh, Hartman, Hartman. But, you know, and if he adds... Torian Green officially, um, you know, that's good. But I'm telling you, the constant change. And look what's happening in Gator football here with all the analysts, and not just here, but, right? And the guy uh, is the director of basketball strategy and analytics was the – the analytics, the numbers cruncher guy, the analytics dude at San Francisco. So he's got a familiarity with him. That's what you're supposed to have when it comes to that. And again, 20 and 14 last year for Florida, 9 and 9 in the league. Did you see the way too early top 25? One poll I saw, this will change 75 times before the year starts, but. Preseason number one, Arkansas. Yeah, Arkansas. They have a terrific recruiting class coming in. That dude's got it going. In the way too early top 25 were Kentucky and Tennessee. Not Florida. Although one would not expect Florida to be there. That's going to change 250 times. Why? Because of the transfer portal. Okay? If if Todd Golden goes out and gets, you know, two studs to come in here, well, that's going to change what Florida is or isn't. And it's the same with the other schools in the league. So that's going to be fun to see uh, and what he does in that development. Let's get to uh, Joe. He has a good question here. He says, uh, 
Uh, let's see. A long email here. I, what he's trying to ask, I guess, is um, in terms of judging a coach, he said, he said, Steve, many times you've been critical of fans for wanting to fire a coach. Yeah, I'm not, I don't know that I agree with that, but I get the point. Uh, and he says, but don't fans have a right to have a successful pro- – no, you don't – no. I'm glad you used that word. You don't have any right. You have no right. I don't either. Right? That's what's interesting to me in terms of fandom. I always make this comparison when you buy a ticket. If you're going to go see a movie and you've seen the previews for the movie, do you expect that movie to be good? The answer is yes, you do. Why would you spend your money on a crummy movie? Right? So... But your best estimate of that is based on the the trailer that you see, is based on people who have already gone. This is great. It's wonderful. You know, I can remember this as a little kid. I was little. Lawrence of Arabia won like a thousand Academy Awards. And I went to see that and absolutely fell asleep. It was for a kid, that was the worst movie you could see. So back to my point to your to the email here, the expectation there is, as a fan, maybe that's a great question. What is the expectation for a fan when it comes to their school? Is the expectation to field competitive teams? Yes, I think that's a very legitimate thing. But past that. How many times have I heard, well, in football, you know, we should be really good most years and in some years compete for a championship? Okay, that's expectation. We'll delve more into that. 129, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WAF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gotta go, gotta go. Where'd I put... Ah, wallets. Check. And... Oh, phone. Check. Lunch. Check. Checking for the things you need doesn't take long. But what about checking for your safety? At checktoprotect.org, it only takes seconds to check for open recalls on your car and find the closest dealer who can make the repair for free. Before you go, take a minute. Visit checktoprotect.org. Check to Protect is a program of the National Safety Council. There are certain memories you have of great nights with great friends. Memories that'll last a lifetime. And if you're like a lot of folks, many of those memories happened at 1728 West University Avenue in Gainesville. It's been many names over the years. The College Inn, the Purple Porpoise, Gator City, and six years ago, a new establishment was built at that address. The Social at Midtown. The Social at Midtown is Gainesville's favorite restaurant and rooftop bar and is located right across from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. The Social has 60 huge flat screen TVs so you won't miss one second of the action. And every night they have different specials, but you don't have to wait till the nighttime to head to the Social. They open for lunch at 11 o'clock every day of the week. 
Check out their delicious menu at thesocialgnv.com. Follow them on social media to see the latest specials. It's time to make new memories at 1728 West University Avenue. See you at The Social at Midtown. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. What I'd like people to know about Exceptional Dentistry is when you walk into the door, you're going to be treated like family. And when you walk out of the door, you will feel as if you, you've had an experience like no other in terms of dental practices. Um, you, will, you will be treated both professionally and personally. So to the extent that um, you, won't, you won't look for another practice. Uh, this is a lifetime type of practice where the moment you enter into it, I, I firmly believe that people don't leave here. They, they become patients forever. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. The chance for showers and thunderstorms return to today's forecast, mainly during the afternoon and evening hours. Some of those storms, especially north and west of Kingsville, could be on the strong side. Damaging winds and large hail look to be the main concern. We'll hold on to the risk for thunderstorms basically each day this work week, except for Friday. By that point, I think we'll have drier and much cooler conditions just in time for the upcoming weekend. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Magic Johnson, Basketball Hall of Famer. Can you tell me something good about the Lakers? No, it's bad basketball. It's not winning basketball. They can't stop anybody. When we do something great, you see everybody high-fiving, hugging. Like the other teams, they be running out to half court greeting their guys. And you don't see that with the Lakers. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. Coming up later in the week, uh, one of... Our students here, who's gone on to fame and fortune, Jonathan Acosta, is uh, up in the Arkansas market, and he'll be coming on here to talk about Arkansas baseball on Thursday before the Gators play Arkansas. Um, There are certain coaches in the league that are very amenable to coming on here, Uh, some that are not. Dave Van Horn from Arkansas usually is not. Uh, We've reached out, but to this point, nothing, and that's okay. Um, That's why we have Jonathan, and he will tell you about a very good uh, Arkansas team. And then um, tomorrow, because the baseball season starts Thursday, if you have a favorite team tomorrow, or a favorite team, comma, tomorrow – Call in and let me know what you think your team is going to do. And I will give you again the uh, 
predictions for what will happen. We shall see. Now, look, you never know with injury, you know, with things like that, exactly what's going to happen. But, again, we'll take it all in stride and do it tomorrow. Ryan emails. Got a good email here. He said, I know football's a long way away. Oh, I forgot tomorrow. Speaking of football, freshman cornerback uh, Devin Moore is going to join us tomorrow. Talk about his early experience here with Gator football. Uh, anyway, he says, I know it's a long way uh, from football season, but um, I just keep thinking in the back of my head that for all the people that think Florida's going to struggle next year, I think it's going to be a lot better. I'm not saying they're going to beat Texas A&M and Georgia, but can you see a scenario in which the Gators lose maybe just two or three games? Yes, of course I can. But they'll have to... They'll have to be fortunate. You know what the wild card is in all of this to me? LSU. What is LSU going to be like? New coach, lost a lot of talent. I mean, think this is how fast and this is what's good and bad about sports. If you're in Baton Rouge, you're an LSU fan. When did you win a national title? Right, Three years ago, you were on top of the college football world. You had Joe Burrow. You had all that talent. And, man, it looked like Ed Orgeron was going to just wipe out the SEC. I'm just telling you, that's how fast it can go. Look what's happened. Look what's happened to LSU basketball. They lost all of their scholarship players. They're all gone because of the Will Wade fiasco. So enjoy it while you can because there's no guarantee it's going to stick around. There, it, there just isn't. Bill emails. Got a good question here. Uh, Steve, how much do you know about uh, why is everybody talking football now? Uh, what do you know about Utah's team? They were pretty good last year. They're projected to be good this coming year. They're they're ranked. That's going to be a a tough test for Florida. But the Gators get them home. And I'm not suggesting that the that Billy Napier is going to make the same run as what we saw in 1990. Well. That's what, the, that's what this reminds me of, okay? Steve Spurrier, even though Gator fans knew who he was, came from a school that had next to no football pedigree in Duke, and he won an ACC championship there. Billy Napier comes from a school in a non-power conference that he elevated to be quite good. There's some parallel there. Now, is Billy Napier going to change the landscape of the SEC like Steve Spurrier did? No. No. But could we see, did anybody, when you walked in that stadium in 1990 and Florida played Oklahoma State, 
I can I remember that like it was yesterday, and I'm thinking, whoa. Because if you were here in 88 and 89, you know how the offense struggled to throw the forward pass. Emmett left, Emmett right, right? We, we all saw that. And then in Oklahoma State, it wasn't that long ago they had Barry Sanders at the time. And again, I'm not suggesting it's going to be like that. But point is, could be a surprise. It could be a surprise. Shannon has a good question. Ooh, who would you rate? I think it's a she. I'm assuming it's a she. If it isn't, I'm sorry. Uh, who are the top three Gator coaches on campus? I respectfully refuse to answer that because I might get in trouble with a coach. What do you mean? You, I mean, your top three, Russell. <clears throat> I know who I. Oh, boy. <clears throat> that could literally change tomorrow. I'm very biased because I've known Mike Holloway for a long time. He's the most <clears throat> underappreciated coach on campus, I think. Look at all the national championships, tracks one. He would be in my top three. I'll just say that. You could, I mean, how do you leave out Tim Walton? How do you leave out Sully? How do you leave out tennis? Men's tennis just won a championship, right? So how do you, Anthony Nesty's done a terrific, the, the Gator men just finished third at the NCAAs. That's, that's hard. <clears throat> that's hard. And I do think it really does change. And how about Jenny Rowland? I, I mean, okay. And I think sometimes in asking this question, Shannon, it's almost like, if you haven't won a national championship, you're not in the top three. Because look, Tim Walton has, Kevin O'Sullivan has, you know, down the line, right? Mike Holloway's won several. But I would have a, today, right now, I would have a hard time saying Jenny Rowland today, right now, isn't one of Florida's top three coaches based on what her team has done. And if for some reason they don't win a national championship, does that mean that she's that she that she's not there? It, it's not easy doing that, and I think that is an, as a testament to how good the coaches are here. I think it's really good. So great question, and honestly, that because again, how are you judging it? Are you Gator baseball's three and six in the SEC right now? So does that mean Kevin O'Sullivan should be mentioned in terms of what it is now? Yeah, but what he's done in his career here, yeah. John, hello. Hey, Steve. Um, that question uh, that you just got asked. I mean, Holloway 
is he not the most decorated coach at Florida? I mean, he's who is comparable to him? To who? I'm sorry. The the track coach isn't it Holloway? Yeah. Compa- well, I mean, comparable. Um, yeah, no one else has won. How many times no. does he have now? He's titles? he's coaching two teams, and he's coaching essentially two sports. No, that's true. Good point. Because you have a chance, you know, at an indoor championship and an outdoor championship. So that's a good point. You have more opportunity, but you still got to go win them. So yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you on that. Okay, I gotta. I'm gonna tell you a saying. That it, it's not really, it, it may be a, a tad bit um, politically incorrect, but it's a saying you've heard before, everybody's heard before, and I want to see who this makes you think of, okay? And it usually it's football player, but it doesn't have to be. It can be any sport nowadays. So I just heard this saying, and I wanted to ask you this. Looks like Tarzan, plays like Jane. Who's the first person you think of when you hear that? I, I I don't. Honestly, that doesn't pop any. No, and I'm not. I mean, I'm just. I'm literally blanking. I I can't think of anybody top of my head now. If you say, you know, this person, that person, I'm. Oh yeah, but right now, I just it, nothing. Nothing pops up. Yeah, Ernie Baddow. <laughs> well, okay, that was thirty years ago. <laughs> no, but. For some reason, I've got him in my head for 30 years. And there's a lot of people who don't even know who Ernie Batto is. <laughs> but he looked like Tarzan. <laughs> yeah. That's for sure. All right. Thanks, Steve. All Take right. care. Thanks, John. Former Gator football player, by the way. Um, yeah, but nobody nobody came to mind in that when he said that. Um, Tommy says... Uh, I, I didn't support the over-the-top fans calling for Mike White's job. I'm really excited about our new coach. At this point, it's only a feeling and a hunch. Bottom line, hope. What's your assessment on Deruji's prospect as a pro, a great athlete, but does he have the skills and whatever strengths that will interest the NBA in your opinion? Well, he is athletic, but remember this. Not every pick in an NBA draft is going to be Morant is going to have an impact that Trey young, you know, there are second round guys that can fit into a team and be an off the bench guy. You know, they can play 10, 12 minutes with a particular skill set, right? And most of the time it's being able to shoot because that's, that's what a premium is now. With Deruji, I mean, obviously, he is athletic, but can he do enough to, you know, carve out a place on somebody's bench? I don't know. I don't know that he has the skill set to do that. 146, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending. I'm Kate Carananti. There's big news in the world of golf as Tiger Woods announced this morning that he will be playing in this weekend's Masters. Sticking to golf, Gator Men's Golf is in Naples, Florida, participating in the Calusa Cup. 
The team currently sits at third place at five under par for the tournament. Monday night, Florida Lacrosse earned a 19-12 victory over the Cincinnati Bearcats in their conference opener. Finally, Gator Baseball looks to get back on track tonight after being swept by Georgia this past weekend. They will be in action tonight as they take on Florida A&M in the Florida ballpark. Coverage of that game will begin right here at 5.55 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Kate Carananti. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes and you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, you might be eligible for a CGM through your insurance benefits. U.S. Med partners with over 500 private insurance companies and Medicare. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill your insurance. Call us today for a free benefits check. 800-513-1652 That's 800-513-1652 Longer days, warmer weather. This is the time of year you need to be enjoying life without joint pain. Time to call QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is helping people here and all over America get real lasting pain relief. They use highly concentrated cutting edge natural biologic treatments that can restore and repair damaged joint tissue, getting to the root of the pain. It's life changing. You can get back to moving like you used to with no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. If you have nagging pain in your knees, hips, shoulder, or back, and you're done with steroids and pain meds, call QC Kinetics. And if they're telling you surgery is your next option don't do it call qc kinetics for a free consultation and free second opinion learn more about these amazing natural biologic treatments enjoy this time of year doing what you love call the local medical professionals at qc kinetics now now with offices in ocala and the villages 352-400-4550 that's 352-400-4550 more than 56,000 distracted driving crashes happened last year in Florida. And sadly, more than 300 people involved in those crashes never made it home. Distracted driving puts everyone on the road in danger. The text can wait, put it down, and focus on driving. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. Love listening to Gator Sporting Events on ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM? Well, you can also hear Mick, Jeff, Steve, Kyle, Tom, and Sky wherever you are. With the WRUF radio app, catch every touchdown, layup, spike, goal, and home run all in the palm of your hand. Gator games on the radio, on the web, and with you no matter where you are with the WRUF radio app. Coming up at 4, it's the tailgate with Chef Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. This is Gator soccer coach Tony Amato, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. 
anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. I will end today. I'm going to do this if I can. I'm going to go down the list of teams um, in Major League Baseball and do this by memory as to the best of my knowledge um, without looking at uh, rosters. But as baseball opens its season tomorrow, uh, there are still several Gator players that are on uh, big league rosters. And I'm doing this from memory here. Um, Jonathan India with the Reds. Uh, Brady Singer, Jackson Kowar for the Royals. Uh, Alonzo with my Mets. Kirby Sneed, A.J. Puck with Oakland. That team is going to be awful. They they just gutted their team. Uh, but they're going to be up there. Uh, Anthony DiSclefani with the Giants. Harrison Bader with the Cardinals. Dane Dunning with the Rangers. And I think that's it. If I've missed anybody, and you know I've missed somebody, let me know. But I think those are the uh, the guys on big league rosters. That could certainly change as the season goes along. But there's a look. So, still a few Gators. Oh, Mike Zanino for the uh, Rays. That's who I forgot. Yeah, how could I forget him? So, I did forget him. But, yeah, Mike Zanino. So, there you go. All right, let's get, and again, tomorrow, if you're a baseball fan, I want to hear from you. Um, so, we will talk a little baseball tomorrow. And we're going to get a lot of guests tomorrow, too, based on today. Uh Bill has an email. Uh, today's A lot of emails are long today, too. I'm trying, having to sift through these. He basically says, um, how long do you th- – he said, given your, your discussion, Steve, about fans and what their expectation is, how long do you give Todd, uh, Todd Golden to succeed? Two years. Two years. The reason I say that, the portal. You can get well in a hurry in the portal. And I think anybody is going to give a new coach some time. If Billy Napier goes seven and five in his first year, nobody will complain. Goes seven and five in his second year, problems. Okay? So I think two years. In other words, get the arrow pointing upward. And like I said, I thought McMahon would be the higher as opposed to Golden, but I understand why Scott Strickland went that route. And he's going to be here a week, Scott Strickland is, a week for tomorrow. So look forward to that and getting him back in here live. But yeah, I think two years. And then I think the other side of the coin is how much stock do you put in a coach 
that's had a lot of longevity, but a fan base then quickly forgets what that coach did. You know who comes to mind? Philip Fulmer at Tennessee, Bobby Bowden at FSU. FSU fans, not all of them, a lot of them couldn't wait to get Bobby Bowden out because he did not win his normal 10, 11 games. You can argue Tennessee has never recovered from letting Philip Fulmer go. Look at some of the coaches they've had there and how abysmally bad they have been. And Philip Fulmer was let go when he was still winning at some level. That's that's how it is. Kentucky and to some extent Michigan State in basketball. I wonder what Spartan fans think of Tom Izzo now. We'll get to the tournament every year. We don't go very deep. Sound familiar? Right? Calipari last year didn't make the tournament. This year bounced early. By the way, did you see uh, the, uh, the guard that uh, from St. Peter's is transferring? Yeah. I want to go grab him up. So, anyway, it's just an interesting phenomenon when how quickly some people in a fan base can turn. I was speaking to the Gator Dugout Club last night, and I mentioned a call I got yesterday, or I'm sorry, an email I got yesterday, when somebody, and I'm paraphrasing this, said, well, maybe there's something, there's an issue with Kevin O'Sullivan, maybe he's the problem. And look at what, I mean, how do you, how do you even quibble with what he has done, right? So, I get it. Final email. Carl. Uh, Steve, I feel for you today. <laughs> I feel for you today. Nobody's talking sports. It's tough to do a sports talk show when nobody talks sports. But that said, looking forward to baseball tomorrow and hope people will at least call in if they have a favorite team and talk about their team. Me too. Me too. But I'm also going to get other people to come on here because I'm not going through this again today. What I did, what I did today. Our thanks today, speaking of that, Tim Walton joining us. Gators softball has FSU here tomorrow. And then Alabama here, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And then one of my favorite guests. always appreciate Seth Galena from Pro Football Focus talking a little National Football League. Um, those were our guests for today. Later on in the week, we're going to uh, preview Florida-Arkansas in baseball. That'll be coming your way, and we look forward to that. And, again, that's going to be a Thursday Friday, Saturday series. Let's just hope the weather, the weather will cooperate because there are some forecasts uh, saying that it won't. 
And finally, Gator Baseball tonight. You can hear it at 5.55. Kyle Crooks and I will have the broadcast of Florida A&M and Florida. Thanks to the guys, David and Eli, for producing. We thank you for tuning in and listening. We'll do this again tomorrow at noon. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. We will see you tomorrow. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.